Hi, and welcome to She, Becoming a Kayo Woman podcast. I'm your host, uh, Pastor Shami, and I'm excited that you are here today. So we are talking on identity. This is the series we are continuing with, and we are on the fourth part, dealing with identity. If you have missed any episodes, uh, just go back here on this podcast and take a look at some of the previous uh, podcasts that we have done. And you can take a look at other podcasts that we have done as well. And you may be blessed and you can go ahead and share. So we are talking about identity and in this session today I'm going to be talking about mistakes that we've made and I'm going to be talking about the errors that we've made and we're going to be looking at a man in the word of God called Simon Peter. Allow me to pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. We honor your name even as we are here to learn and feed at your table. Speak through me, O God, and use my lips of clay to minister to us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. continuing with the series on identity and we have stressed the point that your identity is found in Christ Jesus it's not in it's not found in what you you know what you've gone through it's not found in what your background is what you have what you do not have but it's in Christ So perhaps you are listening to me today and at some point in your life, you have made some mistakes. Maybe you have made some errors. This particular uh, episode is for that person who feels that the things that they have done have probably costed them their reputation. Maybe these mistakes have costed you some friendships and even some relationships. I don't know what you did, but sometimes we fall such that the community and the people around us in society, they disqualify us. They look at us different, even in the church. Sometimes people will look at you in some way because of the things that you have done, which you were not expected to do. Sometimes uh, you feel like you did something and there's no return. There's no reconciliation. Or maybe you had a baby out of wedlock. Or maybe you, you said some things or you did some things. I do not know exactly what you did, but you know best. Or perhaps that thing has even caused you to think that God has forsaken you and God is angry at you. Sometimes we fail even to do some things you expected to be able to do. You just didn't deliver to the level you expected to. Maybe you even failed in school. Or you you failed at an assignment you were given even uh, by your bosses or by your leaders. You did below the standard and you made yourself feel like you are not worthy. You, you are not at the level. Uh, you felt like those errors you made result in you looking down upon yourself, calling yourself a failure, calling yourself useless and worthless. 
I have a word for you this session. You know, those mistakes, those errors, they were mistakes, but it doesn't define you. It was a mistake, but it does not define you. I admit that sometimes, you know, we make some life-altering mistakes and this can be the onset of an identity crisis. Sometimes the mistakes are repeated and sometimes they are more than once and maybe you failed it more than once at something and your identity now is attached to those flaws. Every mistake that a person makes, unfortunately, it comes with its own set of consequences. And some mistakes cause more issues than others. But do you know that God is aware of every one of our past? God knows our present and our future. He is aware of our faults. He is aware of our flaws and our setbacks, which we all have. Everyone has those. But unlike people, God doesn't harp on our mistakes. He provides ways to usher us through the issues of life that includes our poor choices and our mistakes. Although you made mistakes, your life's purpose is not over. You are still his prized possession. The plan of God for your life is still valid. You are purchased by the precious blood of his son, Jesus Christ. I want us to look at a man in the word of God called Simon Peter. He was one of the 12 disciples. He was an apostle. But not only that, he was one of the three who were in the inner circle with uh, John and James. So wherever Jesus went, Peter was there. People knew Simon Peter because of his association with Jesus Christ. There was no denying it. But he did a few mistakes even in the midst of Jesus. I will not say them all, but perhaps we can look uh, at a few uh, today. John 18, verse 10 to 11, the Bible says, Then Simon Peter drew a sword and slashed off the right ear of Malchus. But Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword back into its sheath. Shall I not drink from the cup of suffering the Father has given me? So here we see Simon Peter cutting off the ear uh, of the servant uh, of the high priest. The Bible says he cut it with a sword. And we see Jesus telling him to put back the sword. And the Bible says Jesus quickly restored the ear. The most glaring mistake that we have here is Peter failing to realize Jesus had everything under control. Peter was sincere in wanting to help, but definitely sincerely wrong in his approach. Another example is when Peter denies Jesus three times. The word of God had already told us that Jesus had already foretold Peter that he was going to deny him three times. So in Matthew chapter 26 from uh, verse 69 to 74, Peter denies Jesus three times with oaths and curses in a public place. And uh, this is... Uh, 
something that Jesus had already said it was going to happen. And when we read further in the word of God, we also see some instances where Peter would, you know, the other time he resisted Jesus when Jesus was going to wash his feet. And Jesus said, you know, unless I wash your feet, you have no part with me. This is in the book of John 13. And in Matthew 14, we also see uh, Peter walking on water, but because of fear and because of looking at, looking at the waves, we see him uh, not able to continue, but he begins to sink. So similarly to Peter's story, we all have failed at some point. We've all made mistakes. But I want you to know that we give glory to God that even in our mistakes, God loves and forgives us. Even in the mistake, God has designed a route for us to get back on track to our purpose-filled position. We see in the word of God, Jesus restores Peter in John chapter 21. And this is what God will do. He will do the same for you. Jesus even appoints Peter and he says, upon this rock, I will build my church. He puts him back in this position. He restores him. He gives him his assignment. And Peter goes back to fulfill his purpose. So God is good at cleaning up our mess. Sometimes we get embarrassed to go back to our position, but God has a way of reconciling us back to our place. When you have done those mistakes, when you have made those errors, the word of God tells us to repent. The word of God expects us to confess and to repent and to seek guidance and counsel. You may need to speak to the person to ask for forgiveness. You may need to repent before your leaders. When you have done that with a sincere heart, God will restore you, and you now need to begin to be deaf to people's words and people's condemnation. The Holy Spirit will help you to get over the embarrassment of having made a mess of things. God will clean up your mess. He is a patient father. And like the way Malchus's ear was reattached, God in his great mercy and compassion begins to clean up after us, mend what we have broken, replenish what we have wasted, and restore what we have damaged. I also need to know, however, on the other hand, that God may not necessarily fix my mistakes. Sometimes he fixes me as a person. Sometimes I have to live with the mess I have made, but my identity in him remains intact. My forgiveness from him remains intact. His love for me remains intact because God can forgive and redeem the situation and bring something good out of something that would have been bad. Your identity is in the encompassing and overpowering love of Jesus Christ. Your identity is not in the crisis, but it is in Christ.
I would like to repeat this. Your identity is in the overpowering love of Jesus Christ and encompassing and accepting his love. Your identity is not in the crisis, but is in Christ Jesus. When we look at the word of God again in Luke chapter 15, we hear of the prodigal son who took his wealth from his father, he took his inheritance, and he went and wasted it away. The Bible tells us that when he came back to his senses, he decided to go back to his father and he said, make me like one of your servants. But the word of God tells us that the father said, no, you are still my son. The father made a feast. The father clothed him with the best robe and he celebrated the return of his son. After wasting away, he still restored him. So I want you to know that the things that you have done in error, the mistakes, the errors that have happened in your life, do not take away your identity. You need to decide to say, I am going to move on from this situation and I am going to become better and I am going to make corrections. But I know that what God had initially designed for my life, I will still fulfill it. So the power is in your head to embrace your identity in Christ Jesus. Regardless of how low you would have fallen, his love can reach way down to you and bring you back. He is a faithful God. No matter how high maybe you would have taken yourself, his hand can reach up wherever you are and he can put you back in place. I would like you to repeat this prayer after me. I praise you, Heavenly Father, for your merciful and forgiving nature. You do not forsake nor cast away us in our weaknesses. It is not in your nature to condemn us. You do not shun or disown us in our lowly states. In our darkest moments, you are there. You do not turn over your children to the will of their enemies. Neither do you make us pray of the enemy. I am coming to you, O God, with a contrite heart. I repent of all the errors and mistakes. Some I did knowing and some unknowingly. Cleanse me and restore me. Remove the spirit of guilt. Restore me the joy in serving you without fearing men. Thank you for your unending love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now allow me to pray as we close. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you that you are not man, that you would hold grudges against us. You are not a man that you will not answer us when we call on you when we have fallen. You are not a man who would ignore the request of a loved one even when we err. You are not easily angered. Your word tells us that you are not easily offended. You are not impatient with us, but you are long-suffering. You are forbearing 
caring and uncomplaining. You give us patience. You are kind. You are full of mercy and you are full of compassion. You see beyond our actions and you deal with us according to our motives. You look into our hearts and you reward us. You have mercy upon whom you have mercy on and your mercies are from everlasting to everlasting. You see us in our weaknesses. You see us in our failures, but you continue to cover us with your everlasting love. You choose to shine in us and through us. You turn our shame into fame. You turn our mess into a message. You break the stony heart and you give us a heart of flesh. Thank you, Father. You are a loving God, a forgiving God, a gracious Father. Thank you for for letting us know that we are still vulnerable in your sight. Thank you for letting us know that our identity remains intact in your sight. Thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I would like to thank you so much for tuning in. And I believe that you were blessed. Uh, Please send a message or feedback or an email. I want to know how you are being blessed. You can email at tlcshami at gmail.com or you can send a voice message at anchor.fm go ahead also and follow this podcast on uh, Spotify, Anchor FM or any of your favorite podcasts including Google Podcasts uh, thank you, this will enable you to, to know when a new episode is shared uh, God bless you, I really appreciate you bye